and on this episode of the Parents Cocktail Hour. So if you are not mentally ready to not care what they say and do Mm. about whatever choices you now make moving forward, Mm. then you're not mentally ready to be married, period. Don't get married. Just don't. Welcome to the Parents Cocktail Hour. I'm Michael and this is my... I'm Blessing. Okay. I was just go I was about to give you a really like extravagant introduction, like the wonderful, the great, the good looking, the sexy, the phenomenal. Oh, oh wow. Know. No, carry on, carry on. It's cool. Welcome to the parent cocktail hour, guys. Um my wife and I have created this podcast for all those other young parents out there who like to have a bit of a old parents. We don't discriminate. Okay. Old parents, you're included too. We like to have a bit of a booze up when the kids go to sleep. Like um, our first one is right now and our younger one is trying to go to sleep right now. He's fighting sleep. He's fighting sleep. But yeah, um, do you want to add anything? What well, to expect? Expect a little bit of profanity, a little bit of TMI. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. Bye. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. What's happening? What's going on? How 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 is how has the week been, people? Everything good? Babes, you good? Oh, I, I thought you was asking the people. You, you I was asking the people. No, I was asking the people, but then I asked you as well. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so. so um guys, disclaimer, um, can you switch your charger on, please? Disclaimer. Um so uh, Excuse us if we have uh, super croaky voices. Um, it's a combination of uh, being a little bit hungover. At the same time, um, we had our formidable. Is formidable the word? Formidable. What does formidable mean? I don't know. Anyways, we had our famous uh, Platinum Williams Games Night last night, where we had a really overhyping it. What? What? No, it is hyping what? No, it is hype. It is live, but you're making it sound like it's like a public event when really it's like it's essentially it's it's essentially a public event. It's not. It's a friends. It's a friends and family. It's a. It's not really family. It's a friends and family kind of like games night thing where we just congregate with our immediates, our inner circle, and just enjoy. Yeah, I mean, this is not a public event, so you're making. I'm saying it's our famous. It's like it's it's what we do now. Okay. It's what we do now. The game is it famous. Like, I mean, nobody it's, it's knows famous, about it. It's famous within our circle. Within our circle. Why must man's be so negative, though? I'm not being negative. I'm just I mean, saying it's, it's famous. famous. It's, it's famous. famous within our circle because it's fun. Exactly, and it's hosted by us. Yeah. And it's always well, it's the second one now. But <laughs> I mean, it's it, always the first one was amazing. Like it's famous. I'm like, look, this is it was the second one. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, the first one was amazing. Um, being on Christmas Eve, My and then um, and I initiated, I planned it. I was like, oh, babes, yeah, you know, you've started something. Yeah, I was like, oh, why don't we have a games night for your birthday? And he was like, oh, I'd like that a lot actually, because there's a few things that you need to know about Mike when it comes to his birthday. He's a very simple guy. He wants booze. He wants um, games because he likes booze with games and music. Music. So I just thought he loves playing games. Like for example, um, we used to we played Twenty One. Was it Twenty One? Yeah, something? the drinking game Twenty One. <clears throat> and that was and I rem- and I remember Mike really really enjoying that. So I thought, okay, well, let me put a few things that he likes together for his 30th and because it's Christmas Eve it's a little bit tricky because 
everyone's kind of like trying to stay with their families or whatever. So they're not really planning on coming out to people's houses. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But um, but we're blessed enough to have um, a couple that are literally just our people. They're our people. Yeah, man. Yeah. So they came, Althea, they came and spent... Althea. Yeah, Althea. They came and spent Christmas Eve with us and it was just such a great time. It yeah. was a blast, man. It's good. And... Um, that was such a good birthday. I really enjoyed it, actually. I know it was your birthday, but I really enjoyed it. It was good, man. And then, so we had to do part two. So we felt like we need to do part two. And because basically, all right, the story was behind part two was, so we made the first one a couple's night. Yeah. And then all of our single friends were like, oh, what do you mean? Like, what about us people? We're friends too. We should have the games night. Yeah. This is another one. And um, so we did we we did part two and we invited everyone this time. Yeah, yeah. So, so this time we it you know it just happens to be now in high. It seems like we've got a lot of friends that are in relationships, but yeah. then at the, on the flip, so it, you know, we've got equal balance, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah. So it was really fun. It was really funny. Mm. Mike and I, we're not that good, are we? What do you mean? We came second last. You are you are terrible. Wait, don't put me and say Fam, I'm terrible. Alarm. You're terrible. I terrible. What was I terrible? Both, like? of, both of us are equally no, 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 terrible. terrible. You're very slow. slow. You don't understand what? that we're against the t- clock. So you are naturally slow at doing everything. What do you mean? But and, what we're playing so we're playing charades, people. And Mike, I so Mike would just be like dancing, thinking that he can now dance to music and uh-huh. that's it. instead of him understanding vibes, that there's haste. That we need to kind of like handle this. Me with dancing and you dancing, dancing is not going to take away or add to no, time. It, no, it does because you dance instead of being throwing out these words quickly, quickly, so that we can move on to the next. What words? Oh my god! Throwing out the words We're when you're charades. trying to when you're trying to describe pockets. Ah, uh, uh, people can't see, but the way Bless was trying to describe pockets is like she was like, "Oh, what is this?" And she's just t- touching it, like stroking her body. I'm like, oh, stroking your body like sensual and obviously this is like x-rated the charades so i was like are you are you stroking your body she's like no what do i what do i like when i wear an outfit and then she starts you know doing fashion strut i'm thinking i am i'm so confused like and the worst thing was yeah babe you were wearing a shirt with a pocket <laughs> you just went wait what guys is this? here's a disclaimer by the way because mike has chosen to um completely like completely disregard the fact that I was absolutely smashed. Yeah. So I was so smashed guys. Like I was actually on the floor. I was gone. There was a point when I was singing a song to, about my cousin saying, your, your, your face is, what was the, what was the song? <laughs> your face is amplified. Your face is amplified. Do you know how that sounds? <laughs> <laughs> your face is amplified. Your big your, face. Your, your face is amplified. <laughs> your body is amplified. Your everything is amplified. I was thinking that. And then I was just on one. Like I was talking about my friend. Who, you definitely let your afro down. Oh my gosh. Like, definitely let your afro down. I really down. did. And like, I was talking about one of our friends, one of our friends, she's got, you know, I'm a, I'm an ass woman. And one of our friends literally has a bum. You're that, still talking about Thea. Just yeah, say Thea. Yeah, Everybody Thea, knows who Thea is. Yeah. <laughs> Thea, she actually has a bum that feels like memory foam. Okay. Um, the bum so comes out. Yeah, it feels like memory foam. And because I was so gone, I was like, oh my gosh, guys, you all need to 
have a feel of this. Can you imagine? And Can you imagine everyone? Come and feel of come and feel Thea's bum. <laughs> Everyone's like looking at me like, I don't think that's a really good idea. You know, everyone's actually looking at me like, no, I don't think it's a good idea. You mm. know, no, how about no? How about no? You know? Mm. But uh. Mm, everyone was just it was like an awkward laugh like <laughs> sure <laughs> it was so funny um what else was the crazy thing that I did like I ran out of the house and stuff it was just yeah funny. blessing is definitely the half of it down I was crazy I was just on one I was literally just on one um, I drank a lot so I, I made I made this uh great yeah. uh cognac punch which is nice I had two bottles of full cognac with port, and then with a sugar syrup, and then lemon juice. And tea, don't forget the El Grey oh, tea. Oh, and El Grey tea. Put that all together, smash a bag of ice into it, boom. It was a winner. It was really good, but I'm still feeling it. We, and we had so much left that people were able to fill throat. up bottles and take it home That's with them. That's a good thing. See, I was, I, was, I was afraid that it wouldn't be enough, and I was thinking, oh, maybe I should have bought like a 10 litre like, cooler thing you tap thing that we yeah bought, because basically i so basically mike was like we need to get one of these things we get a punch bowl punch bowl and i was just like uh you know um we need to kind of be mindful of the fact that uh you know, I, I basically just didn't want us to spend the money obviously obviously so obviously. I, I i did however find what i initially wanted was a water carrier so i could like make everything and then shake it together and then pour it into a punch bowl Oh, excuse me. Wow. Don't know, do not know what that was. Wow. wow. Took me by, by surprise. Um, <laughs> um, I wanted a punch, uh, to pour into a punch bowl. And then we discovered that punch bowls were bloody expensive. Yeah. Hello, hello. Even by, my, stand, by yeah. my standards, they were a bit pricey. Yeah. So then I found this thing in Ikea and I was like, you're just going to have to stir it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a big, uh, I don't know what it's called. I don't know, but it has it's a tap. It has a tap. It has a tap. And it's big. It's like five litres anyway. Yeah. It was great. So that was a good purchase. Yeah. Made everything in there. Boom. It was actually good. That's now going to be like the, the, the Game's game Night punch, punch Bolt punch thingy. thingy. <laughs> we'll, find thingy. Out, we'll find out what the name is. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a good night, man. We, you know, it was a good night. Everyone turned out. Um, you know what's, everybody turned you know what's up. mad, guys? We went to bed at five o'clock, yeah. We had to wake Crazy. up at seven o'clock because obviously kids. Crazy. We knew this is the thing. This is the thing. So parent life means you can you can turn up, but you gotta pay the price in yeah. the morning. And um Yeah, we paid the price. And then we had to go to a birthday party at twelve o'clock. Oh my gosh. Oh, we were zombies at that. Painful. It was so excruciating. Painful. Oh my- Full. God. And I had to drive that. Or well, the drive back, Blessing was gone. Everyone in the car was like, oh, Tinny was gone. Ivan was still away because Ivan doesn't really sleep in the car nowadays. And um, I, I just really struggled with that drive. My, my eyes were vibrating in the sense of like, I was trying to keep my eyes open. And it was just like, I, put, I just hope God, God, please just get me home. And then um, we got home in one piece, thank God. But it was just, oh. Oh gosh! And then we, oh, got we back. passed this area as well Ooh, where we were driving area to North London. It's like Tutteridge, Tutteridge, Tutteridge. Gorgeous! Oh, it's like a mate. little village. Levels. It's in it's in the borough of Barnet, um, but it's actually called Tutteridge Village. Yeah, Barnet is a place in London, guys. Yeah, for the international people. Yeah, so it's um, it's called um, but it's called Tutteridge Village, and it's literally like if you've been in the countryside, it it feels like you're in Bath. 
mm. or Bristol. And Mike and I have always... Bath is in the Cotswold, guys, for yeah. the international people. Yeah, so the international is, people is, won't know what Cotswold is. is. Cotswold's in the, like... In, it's some in, nice picturesque in the village. Of, in the middle of England. It's yeah. not London, it's way outside London, but it's yeah. like in the middle of somewhere in England. Yeah, so basically... Um, Touchridge Village, we were passing it and we kept looking at these beautiful homes and we were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And the thing is, there was this beautiful house with pillars and I love a good pillar. It had many pillars. Many pillars. I mean, it was levels. Yeah, levels. Like there are houses and there are houses. houses. And people like, were like, they were London. actually building them, their houses. So you can imagine, so I'm assuming that there's like, plots available and stuff so then we did we did a quick google search because we were just like this place is beautiful mm. so beautiful and it's like a protected area it's actually a protected area um and there's like touchridge village is a is a protected london area picturesque and bloody yada, yada, yada. it's so it was beautiful mm-hmm. and then we were like oh we would love to live here but because the, the specific school that we would love to eventually send out a son it's, it's to a, it's, a it's a 20 minute drive I mean it's 20 on minutes a good, on a, it's, uh, it's 20 minutes from our door from the front of our house now where we live to uh Tottridge. so it's mm. not bad essentially but I can imagine you know maybe on a on, like on the school morning yeah it would be pain Maybe for like half an hour. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Mm. It's an option. Yeah, but I, because basically we've always liked the idea of moving to like Bath or Bristol. Mm. Well, like the country, like so Bath, not Bristol, because Bristol's more like a city. Mm. So Bath, we always like to live and like the idea of living like where there's loads of grass and it's green and mm. it's, and you feel like you're literally just in the country. Mm. And the funny thing is this Touchridge village is literally in London. N20, literally. that's the postcode. Like super N20, North London, do you know that? The edge of North London. <laughs> the postcode is legit N20, babes. Yeah. It's the edge of North London, literally. It's like on the edge of North London. You can yeah. fall off, fall off the edge of North London. <laughs> and the views, we were actually able to see views. Oh, People, oh there were levels. Ah, like, honestly, that that place is just, like, extraordinary. Yeah, it was beautiful. So, we were just like, oh, this this would be, like, this mm. is perfect. This is actually perfect. The thing is, I'm not a fan of living in London, per se. I like but that, that didn't feel like but London. But it didn't feel like London. Like, I like the idea of living in the country mm-hmm. where it's not too, you know, I don't want to be in London, but I don't want to be... You know, I just want to be in between. Yeah, in between. 100%. And the thing is, as well, is... I like to I like to be close enough to London, but not that close. Like I want to be accessible to our friends and family. I send friends, not you know. We've got like more like an inner circle friends type of thing. So I want to be. I mean, but everyone drives. Everyone drives, so and I don't, I don't count that anymore. No, yeah, because like I feel like most of our friends they were. Plus, really all our bothered. friends are very scattered. Yeah. North, east, south. No, no, Literally. no one lives in the south. No, thankfully. No. Yeah. Um, but north and east. Actually, we got actually uh, you know one of our people living. Living south. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. not really south. That's yeah. more sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still south. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Exception. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody is scared. Mm. North is, I feel like north, when we used to live in north, because we used to live in Tottenham, obviously Barnet and Tottenham are completely different. But. Um, they, they, they don't even compare. <laughs> they do not even they compare. Don't compare at all. However, I remember doing one of my driving tests in Barnet and I felt, I, I felt that one. I I've, I still haven't passed my driving test, guys. Pray for me. Honestly, you know what I need? Now, anybody who's listening to this, yeah, guys, 
add me in your prayers because I need to pass my driving test this year, guys. I failed mm-hmm. eight times. So now, if I have all these people that are listening to us here praying for me, mm-hmm. I will pass in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So. so after the party, yeah. we drove back home again, struggle. And then um, we all had a family nap. And this was like, what? <laughs> Three o'clock. Three o'clock? What time do we come up? Like seven. seven o'clock. <laughs> like, it felt like a blur. Like, huh? Uh, oh, yeah. Good nap. Oh, but it was a good nap. Oh, it was so, a good, such nap. good nap. It was needed. We, the like thing for is four hours, which means even Tinny was asleep for four hours. Ivan was asleep Actually, for four Tilly hours. Actually, Tinny was asleep. Um, I checked. It felt like four hours, but actually we weren't asleep for four hours. Because then I checked my phone when I woke up. Because mm. what made me wake up was Tinny, because he was due to be fed. Mm. And it and so that means that we were literally only sleeping for two and a half hours. Only two and a half hours. Yeah. What time did we get back? I think maybe it no. took us time. Yeah, because I put because so I we fed left him. The, we left the party about three. Well, my because you know I time obviously the feeds and stuff. So the last time I fed him, I fed him and I put him straight down. Yeah, mm. and then it checked and it said two and a half hours had passed, and that's literally it. Mad. It felt longer, but shorter. But we woke time. up at seven, nonetheless. So I'm just trying to think what time we had. Yeah, should I mean, basically. Or maybe you slept a bit later because you had to feed him. Yeah. I was gone. I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. I was like, before I go out and do the weekly shop, I'm going to sleep because I'm tired. And obviously, yeah, you reminded us that we're still operating on, you know, two hours of sleep. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's uh, the, the game's night. Yeah, so we're going to have another one soon yeah really excited about that actually um and this time around we're gonna have more people because we've you know kind of scheduled it ahead of time yeah and we've synced everyone's diaries the most we can yeah and we've come up with a good date yeah so pretty much most people are happy most of our inner circle are happy Mm -hmm. so i'm really excited about that yeah good time i mean they were some people were supposed to bring some food but I mean, yeah. the, only, the only person who brought food was Precious. Yeah. I mean, Precious cooked chicken, which was banging. Yeah. But now I think about it now, the structure doesn't really need that much food. It doesn't need food. I think next time... I think because it's so late. Yeah, it's so mm. late. And when it's that late, you don't really want to be eating anyway. You just want to be drinking. So I think um, what pizza, we're going to do... Pizza, pe- chicken. I don't think we're going to get pizza next time because we've got pizza this time. And I, think, I know everybody I think, enjoys I the pizza. Work. I think pizza works. Uh, definitely, pizza definitely works. But okay, well, what I'm saying is, I don't want us to get the chick, the pizza, and I don't want us to make chicken and buy pizza. We well, definitely should. Pizza and chicken are like a marriage. They they go, they work. Mm. And was there any food? There's no food left over. Yeah, yeah, food was gone. It was good. Fair enough. It was good. Cool, yeah. Have you noticed recently? If you look at like whatever's happening in the world right now, there's a wave of stupid people. <laughs> what do you mean? Let me explain. So, um, <coughs> oh. are you referring to Jesse Smollett? Because he got that guy is he's stupid. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I'm, what, I'm, what, am I, what am I about to say? Maybe a little bit incorrect, uh, incorrect, politically incorrect. But um, there's just a wave of stupid people. Like in the sense of people do things and. It's like they don't think about they don't the consequences. They don't think about the repercussions. Yeah, they don't think about the they, repercussions. I don't. They don't think about the repercussions. That they don't think about what. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me rejig your mic. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, they don't think about the repercussions at yeah. all. And it's like when he decided, obviously he um we don't completely know yet um because yes the the American um, the Chicago Police Department have come out with like all of their evidence I mean, they're have find, they're, yeah, and find they they're very angry. Um, however, everybody should have a notion of innocent until proven guilty. I do, however, think that he's shown all signs of being guilty. One being the fact that he he set he set up his own yeah. Attack. No, but one of the one of the things that I found quite fishy before all of this came out and unraveled is that he was very reluctant to share his phone by the way guys we're very sober if you haven't picked up we're sober because yeah, we're kind I'm, of I'm, I'm, never, I'm never drinking we're again. not gonna <laughs> actually i'm not a lie i'm not drinking for a while <laughs> it's because we're still hanging from yesterday so it's just no there's just no way so yeah so he um um he was very reluctant to share his phone um phone he was reluctant to hand in his phone so that they can, you know, I don't know, investigate or whatever they wanted to do with his phone. What did they ask? Why, why did they ask for his phone? Maybe they, maybe they suspected it initially, and they wanted to see his phone records and things like that. Mm. Um, but apparently, when he handed in his phone, it, there was signs and evidence of him basically trying to erase mm. and delete, delete things. So they were like, "Yeah, he had, he eventually handed in his phone records, but you know, there was nothing really. Everything was deducted." Redacted, redacted, or whatever. So removed. deleted. Yeah. So deleted. Yeah. Okay. So like, <coughs> why are you laughing? Redacted. Does that mean deleted as well? I think he, they just got rid of everything. That he basically just deleted things and made and kind of like allowed it to be. Um, you know, he just showed them what he wanted them to see. Do you know mm. what I'm trying to say? Mm. So. You know, like in some legal cases, if some if a, um, if some people get like subpoenas or whatever to get your information, yeah, mm-hmm. they usually will. If it, if it's kind of like classified information or is it, if it's completely confidential, a lot of the time they'll. I think the term is redact. They'll kind of like completely um, black out all the oh, okay. information yeah, so yeah, that okay. they don't want people to see what that. The sensitive information. information. Uh, yeah. So me. basically, <coughs> I, so basically, that's what they said he did with the, with his phone, and mm. it basically warranted the phone useless. It was just it was just it wasn't. Mm. Yeah. They then did, um, did further research and found out that he had hired um, these guys that work on his set. Another thing that really bothers me about this whole story is that everybody's reporting the two black guys as Nigerian. When really they're, just they're, when they're just African American and they just happen to be of Nigerian descent, that's it's just, just like us. Just media, it's just like us um, being we're black British, but we're from Ni- but we've got Nigerian descent. Mm. It's just like them reporting us as Nigerians. Two Nigerians, like nah, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> it doesn't make any we're sense. African American, yeah. yeah, they're African American. They're two African American guys. It's just that they happen to flee to Nigeria when everything had kind of unraveled they fleed so they went to nigeria did they go on holiday they actually fleed like so, run away and that's actually a funny thing as well it's like did they go on holiday or did they flee question mark don't know because people go back to nigeria all the time all the time mm. yeah but anyways yeah so these two um, these two um, uh, these two african-american dudes um were hired by him they were paid 300 uh, three thousand five hundred. by the way would what, you each? take no, in total, would you take three thousand five hundred to do something that could potentially land you in prison? I mean, three and a half grand. No, no, 
No. Like, I just think common sense is not common. They must have really needed money. Maybe that's why, that's how they, they they need money to buy flights to go back to Nigeria. Like, I'm thinking common sense is seriously not common. No. That's why I'm saying there's a wave of stupid people. Yeah. They do things and don't think about the consequence or, or the consequence happens and they act like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. For example, for example, um, just quickly, quickly to touch on this, um, the documentary, the the events, the uh, the fire festival, fire festival. Yeah, oh, that's such that, a good documentary. Great documentary, but that guy's <laughs> utterly like he's delusional. Yeah, absolutely, motherfucking no, delusional. But you know what? That's white privilege at its best. Though. I mean, but like, he uh, ha, no, no, in the sense of like how how. How have you done what you've done and then just gone on like nothing ever happened? Oh, it's just a you know, small little blip. Uh, you've ruined people's lives. You remember the woman that owned the restaurant? Yeah. Like 50 grand, crying. 50 grand of her life savings had to go to pay people because yeah. he didn't pay people. Yeah. Um, he made his, he made his, um, that guy almost suck Sucks. dick for, <laughs> for water. The guy was like, I was actually going to suck dick, but he was kind enough to just I was just like, like that guy is, guy's now by the way, into a meme. that guy, yeah, I follow him on Instagram because of it. Yeah. I was mm. thinking in my mind, everybody wants, you don't want to ever make your employees have to feel like they need to suck somebody's dick to get something done. Mm. However, everybody wants an employee. Of, ride or die. That's that ride or die for your company. Do you I know mean, what that I mean? That guy was ride or die, but the difference is the, the, the CEO guy was taking him for a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get, yeah, everyone wants rather. I, I think rather that employees are, are, are good. Yeah. If you're, if you're called to be an employee, be the best motherfucking employee yeah. you can. Yeah, but not suck dick. Don't suck dick. I mean, don't, don't suck dick. <laughs> but I like, I like that. I like, all I appreciated about that, not that I, no. I condone him sucking dick, was, <laughs> it was like, I appreciated that he was willing to do that for his for, job. Yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, like, uh, you know, you expect that guy, you know, that guy works hard. Yeah. But like, but you know what, as well, a lot of these people all are in debt with Amex as it's well. It's crazy. Because of this festival. No, no, no. So this is what I'm saying. So stupid people. So, and I, this is Amex as well. I blame Amex for this too. This guy already had, what, a few, half a million or whatever in Amex debt, right? Yeah. Who the fuck approved a another second Amex, Amex card yeah. for this guy? Who, who like, yeah, he can have another one. He's already got five. And you know on Amex oh, website. Privilege. <laughs> you know on the, on the, um, on the on the um, on the Amex website, when you want to apply for a card, it says you're not allowed. To, you you have to be at this age. You have to earn yeah. this amount of money, and, and you can't have any, have any existing, history of yeah. debt or existing debt. Yeah, my guy has got debt. Yeah, he got approved for second Amex, and still still got into debt with that one. Yeah, and he's still like living life. You know, ready to start another scam business. Yeah, it's mad. And he has a history of scam businesses because obviously he had that. And private members club card that actually didn't and actually that, offer any worked. benefits it didn't work people just wanted it because it was you know it was, it was beautifully looking yeah. it was beautiful looking yeah but all the benefits what never the, came through the, all the ma- benefits always fell through what makes him what makes him a, what makes him an attractive businessman is that he's good with brand he's he knows what he looks sell good a dream. he can sell a dream like he's, he, you'd want him on your team yeah but you don't want him managing money you don't want you him want him for his yeah. His creativity. Creativity. He, and the thing He's is, it's like, what he should have done is he should have completely downscaled the whole thing. Because like you, um, if you saw the advert with all the models and, uh, and mm. the, 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 you know, the swimming pigs and all that, 
it looked like that festival was really the advert, you know, what the, mm. ad, the festival that they were trying to sell and they had this nice big party with all the crew, they were drinking, enjoying themselves and all that stuff, yeah, mm. and, and on the boats and stuff. It seems like he should have completely downscaled it or separated it into different into different days. So maybe he should have had a multiple days and perhaps had like, you know, instead of uh, aspiring to have 5,000 people, perhaps mm. he should have downscaled, up, <clears throat> downscaled it to 200 people because he wanted it to be a launch of the app. But maybe no one has a 200 people <laughs> festival. No, but the whole point is, is that it, what you see is that you see how every, um, his ad had all those beautiful models and mm. everybody was on the beach running and all that stuff. If he downscaled it and he put it, put all these people, um, he had like, he had less people mm. and kind of replicated what he did in his ad, then he wouldn't have appeared as a fraud. It would have just been. I mean, yeah, I, I get what you mean. I, get I feel like, mean. because I feel like, especially when you're trying to throw an event, um, a festival for the first time, mm-hmm. if you're trying to do something for the first time, you, you start small then you grow and you build. It, it, he was a big, he, he wanted it to out. be, he wanted it to be like, I'm thinking big. I'm, you know, but did he, he didn't even have that money behind him? Did he? No, no, he had money behind him. Yeah. Like he had investors. So he had investors. The idea was there that like he could have, they, they, he could have executed the festival it. Could be banging. He's he just like stupid. stupid. Simple rules. Like, okay, you can use this Island. You're not allowed to mention Pablo Escobar. What's the first thing they write? Pablo Escobar's Escobar's Island. Island. Trouble. Yeah. It was like stupid things. It's like, you can't be that stupid. You signed a contract. You knew the rules. Yeah. Why would you do that? And now you put yourself in hot water. And then from there, I'm just saying, I'm triggered in it. I'm just saying, like, from there, it was, it it was was downhill. Yeah. And another person who's pioneering the wave of stupid people is this chick. What chick? This chick who ran away from England to join oh, ISIS. Oh, don't get and me now, started. And babe, now what's the comeback? You're trying to trigger me tonight. I'm just saying, there's a wave of stupid people. <sighs> the world is going absolutely mad. There's a wave of stupid people. So you joined ISIS. You left your country. Yeah? And they say to her, what, in, what, <coughs> what attracted you to ISIS? Oh, what I saw in the media. What I saw in the news. Um, Kinney. What, uh, what did you uh, see? You saw them bombing people and beheading people and you thought yeah, yeah that's yeah, something yeah. I want to I want to be part of, part that's, of. That's, that's a bit of me that's, that's a, a bit, bit of me, me. Yeah, yeah. and then she and goes, then you go you fuck <laughs> off you go to wherever ISIS are based in, the, in another country somewhere you live life for a few years and then everything starts to fuck up in, in ISIS land and now you want to come back and because oh I'm a Britain citizen like, no are you fucking mad <laughs> you are you are you are deranged yeah. if you think you can leave on that pretense she and left, come back so she left when she was 15 she's, she's now 19 and she's a kid yeah and so that's so that's the argument that's what makes that's, her even more dangerous in my opinion yes because she's still in my she's personal still opinion very, she's very wishy-washy yeah she's, she's once she's wishy-washy too she's not she has zero remorse for what she's actually done and she feels and she doesn't want to condemn nor um <coughs> say anything bad about isis mm. when they said to her do you regret going she goes no because i wouldn't have met my husband who i daily love it's like seriously she, she goes oh and they said um how was life being in isis she goes it was really good until um we lost the territory that they 
invaded, by the way, initially. Mm. But until we lost the territory and then we just had to be on the move and then we were starving for days. So she was not saying anything necessarily condescending towards... Um, not condescending, not condescending. And she wasn't saying anything derogatory of, about ISIS mm. as a whole. She just wanted to... She was just stating the facts. Like, we, at the, once we lost the territory, mm. we had to be on the move and we were, you know, losing... Mm. We, we were starving stuff like that that's when things got hard so she never said they're bad people you know they rape their women and this mm. this this no she never said anything bad about isis so it's almost like she's trying to keep the door open and the window open just in case and just go in back. case she wants to go back and, but in the meantime and, she, and her husband is still isis he's still an isis so how i see it yeah is she loves her husband who's an isis fighter who mm. So, so how I so she wants to come here with her daughter and her son, who are both from this ISIS dude, yeah. Mm. And she still evidently holds their ideals, yeah. So she wants to come to this country. She wants to probably bring up her kids in the way of ISIS, and then most likely start manipulating a whole lot of other people and getting them mm. to understand that this is what they need to do, and almost rebuild a new ISIS. Because right now ISIS is being is breaking is in the process of being broken, yeah. Mm. So it's almost like they're trying to re. They, it's like, look, we've got all these little kids now that we've that all these ISIS fighters have created a fresh generation. of got these women. So the women now, this is how I see it. Mm. The women now are basically going to be used as the pioneering forces of creating a brand new ISIS. Look, we've got all these kids mm. that we've now made. With you know these a lot of these men they they had these girls that were fifteen and twenty that married them they got they like twenty years older than them do you know what mm, I mean mm. so they're like right we've got all these women that have got all these kids let's send them back out back to their countries to their original countries and then they can you know we're gonna make sure that they bring up their kids in a way you know of mm. the ISIS whatever and then next minute you're catching a thirteen year old and you're looking at him oh isn't he cute bruv you're looking at a terrorist lethal do you know what i mean so isn't he cute nah mate he's a terrorist he's Mm. actually a terrorist because his mindset is of a terrorist so she wants to come back to this country and i understand that she as a british citizen because she it turns out she actually doesn't have dual citizenship she's actually just british so but that's right but you thought she when she when she upped and up sticks to go and join the very organization that stands for so much negativity and pain and hurt and destruction yeah you you forfeited your citizenship in my opinion you forfeited every right of your identity to be british yeah and now because shit is going bad you want to come back yeah no and this is the thing yeah like i think that the only argument that most people are saying she should be allowed into the country because 400 more 400 ISIS fighters actually have come back to the uk yeah so they're making kind of they're kind of making an example Sorry, they're making an example of her um, in a way because she was already a public figure when she left with her friends. Oh, because she the way she left as well was yeah, quite a big deal. Quite, yeah, so the way she left with her friends was quite a big deal. So everyone's <laughs> making an so example. So it's like, we catch you today. Yeah, so they're trying to make an example of her. So wait, why are they letting all the other ISIS so people back in? So that's the thing. So everyone's like... Are they the, just living in normal normal society? I don't know. So it's... Um, exactly. So so, the, so they're trying to say that they're, re, re, um, they're trying to kind of rehab rehabilitate yeah rehabilitate these people but what in my mind my how i see it is if she comes back just like how all the others have come back if she goes to prison because this is obviously a thing that could potentially happen she can 
in a way now she's she's in let's say you're you're now in prison yeah unless they leave her in solitary yeah confinement she can now brainwash a whole lot of other people in that prison mm. and create so now you've put in one terrorist you're gonna and you're in the process of you putting in one terrorist you could potentially be creating a hundred terrorists mm. and that's what's actually more terrifying because at some point these people might appear to be all good and they've and you know they they mm. they they understand that they've done something wrong you're now releasing them out into public once they actually are mm. you know let out problems problems it, it's, it's just i just feel like there's no good way that it can turn out but what gets me is her i think she's a problem yeah. i think she she's an individual people should not sleep on i know yeah. there's clearly there's more of her as well but is the fact that she's come back like even at least play the game yeah at least show remorse show me some tears like oh we got it done remember she, did you watch did you watch the when she received the um, the, the letter from um home the home office they're like yeah. fuck off and she's like okay oh she's like oh she's like oh okay then she was so not sure like, about everything play, like you play the freaking game play the ga- if you really really want to come back but I think I think people should she's, not be yeah. And if they're letting, like I find you said, her extremely th- scary. No, I'm fucking scared of her. Yeah. that woman will fuck you up. Yeah, she doesn't even have to touch you. Yeah, like Nabby, nah, way with stupid people. Like it's it's, it's mad. Yeah. I just wanted to like you know have a little vent about that because I just feel like how do people live life like this? How do mm. you fraud people or how do you go and do something extreme like join ISIS? Or how do you do something extreme like organize an attack and then make a big hoo ha of it? And you know the sad thing about that, just the sad thing about the whole Jesse Smollett, Smollett um, situation is that there are actual people getting attacked on a daily basis. Legit. So you just cried wolf for like people. You cried. Like, you cried wolf, and now some people are gonna, um, when they report the same crimes that have actually happened to them, there's gonna be people second guessing that as well. Like life is already not hard for black people or for for you know people in the LGBTQ yeah. community. Like life is already tougher, and then yeah. you go and do that shit. You're yeah. black and gay. Yeah, like bro, and you're trying, to, and you're, and you've now made it difficult for people that are ostracized already mm. do you know what i mean i just i don't know it's stupid anyway. wave yeah. of stupid people yeah all right so you know last at the end of last episode guys we um we were asking um to for subjects uh subjects oh still gassy man <laughs> still asking for subject issues oh sorry um, what is wrong I, with I don't you know, man i don't know it's just my body's just doing shabala um <laughs> shabala shabala that's reminded me of like one of our friends whenever she's talking about sex she's like shuksha shabala shuksha you know yeah yeah shacking up you know just just doing the ting 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 things just things yeah so yeah so we were asking for subject topics right more topics to talk about and as usual, people are like, oh, you should give marriage advice. Like, you guys have been, you know, together for so many years. You're in a position. And we hate giving marriage advice, right? I mean, I, I don't like the whole, I personally anyway, don't like the whole idea of like, hey guys, so here are five tips for a successful marriage. Like, I, I don't like that shit. However, something happened this week that derived from a conversation I was having with one of my friends. And it triggered me. I thought, okay, 
Like, if you want some marriage advice, I'm going to give you some <laughs> fucking marriage advice, okay? Or sort of advice that you should follow if you actually want to be married. And I think you would may agree with me on this one. Yeah. So, long. I'm going to cut a really long story really, really short. So, I have a friend and he wants to get married. He has a desire to get married, right? However, he can't shake off the fact that he needs to get sign off, inverted commas, from his parents every person he's brought they've had problems with and this and and very 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 recently he was in a relationship really deep relationship that he thought yeah this is the one you know i want to like you know i really want to go go distance with her i want to make an honest woman of her and um her parents were like yeah no she's not serious you you can't marry her and he's just fucking miserable Mm. and i just thought to myself like okay wait 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 Wait, his parents were like, she's not serious. Yeah, she's not serious. Okay. We don't like her. She's not serious kind of thing. What, like, did you, what did you say to him? when? Because obviously we've been through something similar. So what did you we've say? We've been through something similar. Yeah. But where I'm, where I'm going with this is, yeah. it's like, unlike, unlike, unlike him, and I compare myself in the sense of unlike him, my type of approval that I seeked from my parents wasn't to see if this girl's right for me, isn't it? I never believed in that. Hence why I married you, do I married you, right? Mm-hmm. But in his in his particular circumstance, he feels like they need to to say, yes, you we like this one, you can marry. He's gone through many chicks, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's a very like, <coughs> the way he's, he's, he's kind he of, he loves hard. He loves hard, Like he yeah. falls quickly, loves hard. Yeah. And he's like a just a hopeless romantic, cool mm-hmm. guy and everything. But I just thought, I, don't, I said to myself like, all right, you're 30. Now we're the same age. Yeah, you you really need to start thinking about this like objectively, properly, effectively, in a sense of like yeah. objectively. Like your parents, <laughs> they're your already family married. They're good. Are good. Yeah. Your mum met your dad twenty something years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. They built their family. They built their life. Yeah. Yeah. The way they wanted to. Do you believe? Yeah. That. His parents also went through issues mm-hmm. with their family, with their family, but they're still together for twenty eight plus years later. Yeah, yeah? I'm saying so. Like, so why do you think that you? Why would you allow them, in my opinion, to dictate who you should spend the rest of your life with? Mm. Because at the end of the day, they they have each other. They their mom, dad. They're cool. They will have each other for the rest of their lives. But you are meeting someone that you fall in love with. You honestly feel that this person is the one. And because because of your parents, because of what your parents say, you just want to like throw everything away. Mm. Like, why would why why live for your parents? And it, and it got me thinking. I was driving home from the office, and I got thinking like, and I was listening to um to uh to the Elevation Church podcast, and the guy says something like how um oh, so you know the is in, in the Bible the Israelites were <laughs> um were slaved were in slavery for four hundred years under yeah. Egypt and. When they when they finally got let go, um, well, they didn't get let go, but yeah. When when the when the, when the, when they were yeah. finally allowed yeah. to go, yeah. Um, the distance they took to the promised land took forty years mm-hmm. to get there, but um, geographically, it should have taken them two weeks to just go <laughs> just to go right through the right through the country and just you know boom. Yeah. However. What that meant was, if they were to go right through the country, they would have to go to war to um, evacuate the people already inhabiting their land. Mm. Yeah, and this guy was like, 
think about it. These guys have been oppressed for 400 years. They're not ready for war. Mm. They're not warriors like that. Like, mm. So obviously God had to take them around mm. a journey to, you know, all these things happen. So, you know, God's showing them, you know, his, his, his Building their like, character. Building their character. Their because they weren't ready for war. And I thought to myself, that's interesting. So the Bible says, yeah, I know we're getting a bit biblical scripture here, but I just feel like I'm, this is going to, I'm going somewhere with this, yeah? So when a man meets his woman, yeah, you'd leave your parents' house mm. and you join to your wife, join mm. to your husband, and the two shall become one, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like, okay, cool. So you're on this journey, bro, yeah? You can either go two ways. You can go 40 years, figuratively speaking, go all the way around your journey to finally meet someone and, you know, settle essentially, yeah? And meet this person who your parents finally approved because it's taken how long? Or you can go to war and say, do you know what, mum, dad, auntie, uncle, this is who I'm going to marry, yeah? Deal with it. Deal with it. And whatever happens, happens. But be ready to go to war because at the end of the day, yeah, you're going to become one with this person. And as I've learned in life, yeah, when you become one this person, you forsake all others. Mm-hmm. Like when you become one, nobody can, sp- nobody, nobody, <coughs> you can't be, you can't split something that's already one. Mm-hmm. It's like you're trying to split water. What, you, what are you trying to, do you know what I mean? Mm. So I feel like you need to, you need to, you need to like grow some balls and just be like, listen, this is who I'm going to marry. Like deal with it. Mm. And you know, the parents are like, oh, if you marry this person, I will not turn up to your wedding. Like, yeah, my parents are coming to my wedding, but look at look at look at blessing and night. You know, yeah. ten years strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, and I think this this may be part, a part cultural thing as well. But I feel like why why do people give in? Why are people in our generation in our in our age circle thing? Why are people giving in to the 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 supposed power that their parents supposedly have? I feel like it's um it's it it all it, it's all deep rooted because you're you're brought up to seek approval from your parents, yeah. Mm. So for example, if you look at Ivan, Ivan he puts he finishes his food and he so if he if he actually finishes his food, mm. yeah, and he then empties out his um, his bowl and puts it into into the and puts the um the the content into the bin, then mm. puts his bowl into the sink and he's like, look, mummy, daddy, I did it. I'm a good good boy. boy. He goes, I'm a good boy. And he wants us to say, wow, good boy. Phenomenal. For your phenomenal, that is all deep rooted. So it starts from childhood. Mm. So when you're an adult and you've been, and throughout your whole childhood, you've been seeking that approval. Oh, I've got Mm. my good grades. I know my parents are going to be really happy to see these grades. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, Oh, I've been able to do this. Let me show my parents. Oh, I'm gonna do a performance. I really want my. I can't wait for my parents to come and watch me perform and tell me how amazing I am. It's mm. not going to be something that can be easily shaken when you're, you know, an adult and you know you, mm. you've decided that you 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 wanna you know find the one. But here's the thing: like you need to. I that's. Um, but one thing that I feel is absolutely imperative is for you to get that mental maturity to completely dis, dis, like, detach, yourself. detach yourself from your family in that sense of this is the person I want to be with if you are mentally and emotionally ready to be married mm-hmm. then you would have you'd, you, you'd feel like you wouldn't feel like 
you wouldn't be able to take any crap that your parents say about this one particular person that you want to marry. Mm. So the fact that this person is the one that you want to marry and you love that person, mm-hmm. if you genuinely love that person and somebody says something about them, you'd be like, what? You fight for that person. You fight for that person. That person, no matter what, is the one. I think about it like this. Sorry, Bray, to cut you off. The thing about it like this as well, in the sense of like, and we're talking to you guys listening now, if you are in this situation, but like your parents are not going to be there in your day to day. So why let them have such a major stronghold in this monumental moment of your life that's literally going to like determine how you're going to start off? Do you know what I mean? If it's a, if it, if it's a situation like this, then what's to say that another situation arises and then they're not going to poke their nose in again and you're going to give them that the power? And that's the issue as well. As soon as you've given them that... Um, opening to who you should marry and who you should be with that kind of opens up floodgates because they're just going to have complete control Mm. and say over the whole marriage they're going to be like seeing how you do this and how you do that and Mm. stuff like that makes a big it kind of creates a wedge between yourself and your partner because you're allowing that person's influence to heavily um, affect your marriage Mm. and this actually it's like it's like it's like there will always be spiritual conflict. Yeah. It's like, you're, so you're already one with this person, but there's another party as well trying to like infiltrate that oneness. Mm. There will always be conflict. Yeah. And like there was one issue and there's one person that I know and she was married and she met this guy. She was um, both of them Bangladeshi. And basically her husband is an ultimate mommy's boy. Okay. Proper mommy's boy through and through excuse me and what happened is she um, his mum didn't like the fact that she wasn't traditional and she was actually a trained paralegal before they got married Mm. and his mum said that her life focus now that she's married should be to be a good wife you said you can't be a paralegal and be a good wife don't mind her in it so basically what happened is this woman made her um, this girl's life so difficult that she ended up quitting her job as a paralegal Mm. And, um, quote, quote, trying to focus on her marriage. But the woman, his mum, was still poking her nose in. Everything she did, nothing was good enough, obviously. Mm. Yeah. And then it got worse because they had a baby. They had a baby and that just amplified amplified everything. Everything she was doing with her son was not good enough Mm. and all that type of stuff. So it got to a point that her husband was now echoing the things that his mum was saying and his mum found this girl extremely threatening because of her she's educated background and all that stuff mm. whereas his mum wasn't really educated she was just a housewife that hadn't not, nothing wrong with housewives but she it's not like she was you know traditional housewife from like Bangladesh mm. she 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 didn't really like do further education or anything like that because mm. so she does she believes that what wherever this education thing you're doing is not going to help you be a good wife good wife yeah basically makes sense Uh, so so basically yeah so so what ended up happening is um a lot of the things that his mum was saying he started to echo Mm. to her and then basically she um he um his mum um started to really encourage him to get physical with with the girl. Do you start well. hitting her? Yeah, so I started hitting Fuck her as well. That shit. So basically she ends up leaving, yeah, and then he 
breaks her back, whatever. So she gets back with him. But then he starts to say, oh, you need to do all of these things to make my mum happy. So she attempted to do it and stuff and it wasn't working. So he ends up... Her mum would just keep moving the goalposts. Yeah, that's basically what happened. What happened. So he ended up actually um, saying to her that they need to go to the mosque and um, seek legal, um, spiritual separation or something of that matter or whatever. Mm. And I was like to her, that's actually a thing. So really, it's not really a thing, but you can speak, you speak to the imam or, um, or something. I think that's what they are, the imam. And then the imam really tries to kind of give you some form of cancelling and things like that. And, you know, it's kind of like separation or whatever. Mm. So basically... <clears throat> They went through that whole process just because he wasn't happy that she wasn't making his mother happy. Can you imagine? And then she was just like, you know what, I'm just going to live my best life. I'm just going to focus on like building myself. So she started, she went back to uni because she wanted to now become a fully qualified lawyer mm. and stuff. And um, yeah, and then I think he started to realise loneliness is a bitch. And, um, you know, he can't, he can't bang his mum. His mum can't keep him warm at night. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean Mm-mm. so um, and what's quite common in the Bangladeshi community is if you're the last born you, you, have, to stay ha- home. you have to stay at home or your mother has to move in with you well that's what my friend said anyway is it not parents your parents have to stay yeah your parents mm. have to move you, in with you, you. Look after yeah parents. so you have to look after your parents so that's what my friend said was quite common so what he ended up doing is he ended up telling his mum that she's going to have to um, leave the house so he... So he went against the grain. He's the he youngest, actually, I'm assuming. He's the youngest, yes. Yeah. So he, he, he went, definitely went against the grain. He went, he, eventually, after doing all that crap to his yeah, wife. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so he... So he um, yeah, so he basically kicked his mum out of the house and begged his wife to come back and whatever, and they're back together And they're now. good now. Yeah. But but do you see what I'm saying but with this? But he had to... But I think, the, like, like what we're saying, is he had to completely detach himself mm. from, from his mother... Because he was basically sucking at his mother's tits still. He's a grown-ass man. You might as well. You might as well just freaking curl up and, you know. Yeah. He was basically still at her tit. He was still still Mm. getting nursed by his mother. And I think another thing that triggered me was my friend as well was, um, we know this guy, was like, um, he's really going through it mentally. Yeah. It's actually having a mental toll on him. I'm like, is this really worth your sanity? Mm. Think about it. Learn, I said, I was like, okay, so Blessing and I went through our thing. Yeah, everyone, you guys all know this, all the situation. Yeah, where, yeah. go to back to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to hash it out. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, you know the situation. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm telling you from first hand experience, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like, literally, go through, go through the middle and go to war. Don't yeah. bother going around in this, like, journey. It's exhausting. Yeah. Like, and it, you waste so much time, you lose so much value in, in everything that you've worked so hard for to, to, to create with this girl, this yeah. woman. There's actually one guy that I think technically went the Israelite journey. You know, your old church? Remember, he was actually the youth pastor. And he's... For, yeah, and, and talk he, about an Israelite journey just because of parents' approval. Yeah, so basically, he's Nigerian and he's and his girl, his now wife is white. Mm. And his family... English. Yeah, English. And his family just didn't approve. Nah. They didn't approve. And, and for years. Years, as in years, 10, 10 years, years. They never allowed him to marry her. And I'm thinking, what? Yeah. And and the word allowed is crazy. Is it? Because he's, he's a grown ass man. He's a grown ass man. What do you mean? And it got and they they end up getting married past her like childbearing years. They're, they're in their forties now. Yeah, 
So, he, and they've just crazy. they're in Literally. their 40s by the way guys but they had been together since secondary since school. school so that is actually like an Israelite journey yeah. essentially yeah so they've been together since secondary school and he wanted to marry her but his, but his family didn't approve and he ended up marrying her probably a few years ago and they're I, in their I, 40s I, I, I don't know what happened that yeah. the wedding even maybe he just went fuck it yeah. let's do this well, you know but like in a sense of like I'm just telling my friend and he's like he's, he's in this space where like he's, he's now it hurts my feelings as well. It's like he's now contemplating like maybe dropping her and you know, he's like, you know, I, I kind of met this other girl as well. She's this, she's that. I, I think my parents are like, and I'm like thinking, her. bro, come on. Yeah. I was like, I'm telling you now, man to man, yeah? Like, this is, in my opinion, this is a part of becoming an adult, of being mm. a man in the sense of you need to stand your ground. You have to look your parents in the face and say, this is who I'm marrying. And that's it. But that's that takes time because I feel like it that's take, the, it takes you time. Because the thing but, is, but yeah, like, you, I, I think that emotional maturity that happens with that decision can obviously, like, if you're I, okay, guys, this is from me. Mm. If you're not emotionally ready to completely detach yourself and give two, no, not give two fucks about what your parents think about you and your family and what you guys do, because you, when you get married, that person's now your new family. That's your family. That's your family. So if you are not mentally ready, to not care what they say and do mm. about whatever choices you now make moving forward, mm. then you're not mentally ready to be married, mm-hmm. period. Don't get married. Just Standard. don't. I mean, yeah, in in the Bible, if you want to be all Christian about it, it says, yeah, obey your parents, but you're not living on your parents' roof anymore. Yeah. You do not live, you're not obliged to be obedient to your parents anymore. I and mean, when you, no, no, here's no, no, the no, thing. No, no. The, I feel like that, that should be said with grain of salt, yeah. So, for example, no, no, no. Here's where I'm going with this, okay. yeah. Okay, so, so when you when so when you leave when 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 we're married, for example, yeah. yeah, like if my if my if my parents said, oh, you have to do X Y Z. I'm just talking from past experience, yeah. Like, yeah. let's use, let's use the fact let's use the man of the house um, um, statement. No, because I don't want to get into that. Okay. But like, <laughs> that, that's too complex in itself. But I'm I'm, I'm just saying like. When it comes to a matter of picking your family and picking your family in the sense of like your wife and your and your your children and your extended now family, yeah, you're not. There's no obligation to obey. I don't have to do what you say, mum and dad. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. What I want to do. Yeah, you're you're required to honor them. Yeah, and there's there's that's there's, respect. There's respect. Yeah, I respect you. But I'm sorry, but right now my priority is not you it's anymore. My it's my life. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my family. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, like you said, yeah, maybe if they're not, if they're not ready to make that mental detachment, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe shouldn't you shouldn't get, get married. You shouldn't. And the thing is, not only you, but you need to also try to, before you, okay. So let's say you are personally mentally ready to detach yourself from what your family says about you and your family and stuff moving forward. Mm-hmm. Now ask your significant, um, your future significant other, your partner, if that person's ready. Because you know what? Because you both have to be ready. You both have to be ready to go to war Otherwise, if you need to. if you're ready, but the other person's not ready, that's still going to be, that's a problem. There's going to be conflict. There'll be conflict. So you both need to be mentally ready and understand that you might, okay, everything might appear to be rosy in the beginning. And I'm telling you that right now from mm. experience. Everything might appear to be rosy from the beginning. So you might, but this is still a question that you need to ask from the beginning. Mm. Are you prepared to understand that we are the unit? We are the family. Mm. That's all. 
I am your family You are my family And this is it Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean There's nothing wrong With bringing your, allowing your family around It's the fact that They are not, no longer I'm sorry But they are now irrelevant mm. Like they are family They're not your priority They're not your, your priority Your priority is now your family Yeah So you both need to be On that same page mm-hmm. Otherwise Because it's, the benefit The benefit of being together Is now You're both ready to go to war If you need yeah. to go to war And your team Like Unlike us, like in, the, in during that time anyway, like we we weren't ready to go to war. No, we weren't. You know? I, I, I was, but I weren't ready to go to yeah. war because obviously, like I had issues of again detachment. Yeah, and I, I, and I was telling him like, listen, like t- believe me when I'm telling you, it's not, bro, it's not worth it. Like, if you want to marry this girl, marry her. Like before before you, because he's obviously like he's a Christian guy, like. Before you and God, he says in the Bible, like, listen, you don't sin. Like, God appreciates, God created marriage. Like, mm. he, he, he sees it and he sees the honor in, in that. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, but do not, do not stop your life because your parents said so or because your auntie and uncle don't like them or because your siblings are, fuck them. Mm-hmm. And this, tri- this, this matter, and this matter always triggers me as well because obviously coming from where we're coming from as well and I'm looking back at it as well and... And you know, I still have anger issues towards it in the sense of like, you know, I have resentment within myself and I have like things that, you know, regrets that I think I should have done differently. And I have, I have my own human issues. But when you see your friend going through the same thing and you can tell him like, you know what I went through. Yeah. Like you, you knew what I went through. And I'm telling you, yeah, I know it's hard to detach yourself, but detach yourself. Yeah. And the thing is, if, if, if you have to, sorry, babe, sorry, yeah. sorry. If you have to, if you have to freaking go to Vegas and get married, mm. fucking do what you need to fucking do. Mm. But do not stop your life. What if What if this person truly is the one? And what if your destinies are tied? Yeah. But because you're looking at, oh, what mommy's saying, oh, what daddy's saying, what uncle, auntie's saying, like, you're, that's your life just stopped. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's much more deeper. It's much more deeper than do they like them or not. It's not about, listen, it's not about if I like you or not. Yeah, you can give me your blessing, which would be nice. But if you don't, well, you know, I'm still going to marry this person. <laughs> yeah. You still have to make, you still have to make your decision. They made their decisions. They've gone through their own things, but they can't, and they, they, sh- they can't control your decision that you can't allow them to control your decision. And I'm telling you from experience, leave them like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like you said, it's true. How do, you, how do you said it actually? Maybe, maybe he's not ready. Yeah. He's not because how I see it is, <coughs> this is it's really deep is a is a deep issue and if he if he's still in that mindset all it takes is for his mom or his dad to say one thing about his wife and him to start thinking it because that's what his parents said mm. and and even though they've said this to him he hasn't they haven't directly said it to his wife but they've said it to him he will start to echo what they're saying mm. and then they'll create just just and again, create like conflict. conflict that spiritual conflict like and real conflict. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the deepness of the yeah. spiritual conflict. It's like you know, you're one. You can't you can't let anybody infiltrate that. Yeah, it's it's almost like the situation with like you know when you're in a relationship, yeah, and then you've got all these naysayers. Like you got their friend, your friends are like, oh, mm. yeah, yeah, maybe like. Um, I saw so-and-so doing this and I saw so-and-so doing mm. that. And you know, misery loves company. So you've always got that one person who's mm-hmm. trying to create unnecessary stories. If that person, it, because that person's miserable in their life and unhappy and, that, and feeling threatened by mm-hmm. this partner or that, whatever, you, that person, you might think because they are your friend mm. that they want the best for you. But nah, boo, 
Nah. Nah, boo. Nah. They don't care. They want you. They want you to be just as miserable, miserable as, as they them. are. And they yeah. will do everything in their power. Yeah. Knowingly or unknowingly, yeah. they will do everything in their power to make sure you're like them. Yep, basically. And that's the same thing. No, that doesn't make sense. It's not, no, it's not the same thing, but it's, it's, it's similar. I was going to say, but what I just, I just had the thought of it. it yeah. No, it didn't, yeah. It didn't Basically, up. you know, how to, the, the, the link, the link between the friends, yeah, mm. having their say and then subconsciously now you deciding and making decisions based on what your friend said. Mm. And then after, after, after some reflection, you'll be looking back at what your friend said, yeah. And you're like, wait, fuck, fuck. what the hell? Mm. After reflection, you'll really genuinely be like, what did I actually do? Mm. And the same thing with your friends can happen with your with your family. Mm-hmm. Your your fr- your family can be saying X, Y, Z. Next minute, you end up in a relationship that your family really approves of. But yeah? are you happy? Are you happy? No. This person's probably abusive. This person's probably saying um, mentally, um, um, emotionally abusive, um, sp- um, physically abusive. They're probably treating you like crap. Mm. You know, but because your family think, oh, wow, this person's yeah, this and that person's that. that. It's, it's okay. It can yeah. still work out. This is love, right? Yeah. So, in, so you end up in a very, very, unhappy situation because that's what your parents or your family mm. wanted and this person's not the person for you no they there's no way that you guys connect there's no way that you guys click there's no, <clears throat> there's no ways that you can guys can even ever be happy you're literally treading on eggshells for the rest of your life because mm-hmm. you're, you've decided to be with this person that your family wants because you to your be parents with. said so or because your parents gave them the approval but they, but they don't know that person they're not going to live with that person day by day yeah Ah, yeah, it it triggered me. I mean, I got a bit emotional in the sense of like he would have telling me, and I just I would just see myself. I'm like, listen, listen, bro, listen. I'm telling you now, you have a you have a ready up, detach yourself, go to war, and say I'm going to marry her. Regardless, like, listen, and I keep and I keep telling people as well. I've told people several people that I told them this as well. What I spoke to last night, like, um, you're thinking about getting married to her, but you're thinking about weddings, like. Fuck weddings. Weddings is just a ceremony. It's weddings just, is, yeah. weddings, is, weddings are fun. People think about the wedding, but they never think about the nah, marriage. Weddings are fun. Yeah. I'm like, weddings are fun. They're great. You get to floss, you get to dance, you get to eat. Yeah. But the night after the wedding, that's when life, when really... you guys, when you guys now get home, you're sitting next to each other on the bed and you're thinking, and you're thinking okay, now what next? That's, that's the life there. That's like, marriage. <laughs> like you're thinking about, oh, I need to save up this because you were thinking like, oh, you've got 40K slash away for his wedding. I'm like, forget the wedding. Fuck the wedding. Put that 40k into a house. <laughs> Forget the wedding. It's not about the wedding. It's yeah. about life. It's yeah. about marriage. It's about being one with this person. It's about taking over the world with this person. Like, you guys are going to become each other yeah. in the sense of like, you're one. Yeah. Like, you need to understand the intensity of the fact that you are now one person yeah. in the eyes of God. You're one person. Yeah. And the sense of like, you're going to now create, uh, you're going to now create offspring. Yeah. You are now going to, you know, carry on your face, your name. At the same time, and I was like, put yourself in the position. Like, now you had children. I, I can speak, I've got children. And not in a billion years, yeah, could Ivan or Tinny come to me and be like, oh, dad, um, do you approve of this person? I'm like, it's not about if I approve or not. Are you happy with this yeah. person? You're going to live with this person. Amen. You're going to spend the rest of your life amen. with this person. Not me. Preach I've got your mother. Man. Thank you. <laughs> can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> okay, seriously. Like, I've got your mother yeah. for the rest of my life. It's not my business yeah. who you marry. My, my business as a father is to always look out for you. I will always look out for you. <clears throat> but 
ask me if I approve? Nah. Like, do you, do, you, do you want me to give you my blessing to marry this person? Yeah, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be happy, here's the blessing. Yeah. Go be happy. Yeah. But I'll, I'll give you a blessing to be happy and to flourish and be strong together. Yeah. And I'll always teach them, listen. And pray. Listen, when it comes, when you get married, Ivan, Tini, when you get married... It's you and your wife. Yeah. Don't be don't be showing up to the house and be like, oh, I want to I miss mummy. Fuck off. Yeah. Go back to your house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where's your wife? You're like, you like and this is I'm not including like, you know, visits for dinner and you know, yeah. come have fun fam, you know, extended family fun time and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. But when you're having issues, you sort it out in your house. Yeah, amen. When you when you when you when you want to um Don't be bringing third parties into your arguments. Nah. That is the stay, biggest stay, time. That's the it, biggest way that you're. Yourself. That's the biggest way that you can really mess up. But what I'm saying is, like, when you get to that stage, it's not like, oh, you know, oh, I miss my parents. I'm just gonna, you know, just drive home and just pop by my parents. Nah, don't pop by. Go to your house. <laughs> Mind your own fucking house. Leave my house alone. You guys have been here for however many years. You've moved out ages ago. Don't come back to my house. I don't want you here. Like, focus on you. Yeah. Like, go and flourish and be strong. Yeah. And I want you to raise your children in that same respect as well yeah. because. Like everyone's got their own purpose in life and your purpose cannot be dictated by my views or your mother's views exactly. or your, your grandma's views or your, exactly. your uncle's views. No, this is your views. God given by yourself. When God speaks to you, he speaks to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's, an, I feel like, I feel like the best thing that we can do as parents for our kids as well is to just give them that example. They watch you and we're going to be very transparent with like what we've been through with yeah. your family. You know, Absolutely. So that that's, that's another thing as well. I feel like culturally, maybe, maybe I can only speak for myself, but I feel like growing up, my parents didn't tell me very many things. They decided, you know, it wasn't my business or it wasn't my place. And then I grew up thinking, like, but why did that happen? Yeah. Oh, because of this. But why didn't you tell me then? Like, yeah. Because, you know, I'm the father yeah. or I'm the mother yeah. and you are the son. And it's not your business. Isn't it? But I'm thinking, but it's affecting me now <coughs> as, a, as a, you know, a person in, in my adult years. So you should have told me. And I believe, yeah. Yeah. I believe our, our children yeah. and I believe people's children should should know the deepness of family roots and yeah. family issues. Yeah, definitely. Of course, you should know. Yeah, I genuinely believe that the kids should 100% know about it so that they don't think that, you know, they, that like, I don't want them to be like, oh, where's, why don't we have a relationship with grandma? Why don't we have a relationship with grandma? I'll tell you why, sit down. Yeah. Do you want a whiskey? You're going to need one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to be kind of real with them so that they understand, so that they can't go off and make the same mistakes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and also, they're not gonna grow grow up in life being delusional, yeah, and thinking, you know, oh, because I never knew. Nah, you knew. You knew. You knew. You knew everything. We had nothing. Yeah. Even as, as small as Ivan now, we had nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, this is this is going going a bit deep into our personal life, but there's there's been times where I've just burst out crying. Yeah. And Ivan's just been there, and he's like, "Dad, what's wrong?" I'm like, "You know." Yeah. But in my parents, they would have just like left the room. They go cry in the room. Yeah. You know, because they don't want to see their child cry. Nah, yeah. my son should see the fact that I'm human too. Yeah. That I bleed, that yeah. I cry, yeah. that I get angry, that I'm happy, that I'm yeah. sad, I'm down, I'm up. And he needs to understand there's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing. There's nothing there wrong. is nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Like, I, I'm an open book. Yeah. I'm an open book to the public who are listening to our podcast. I'm an open yeah. book to my family. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, yeah, in, in... Like, for example, when we were moving, we were praying for the move and mm. praying for God to help us with the move. Yeah. We didn't do that behind our kids. Nah. We did that together as a family. Together as a family. We because and we they, said, Ivan, say amen. Because, because you know the deepness of it? Yeah. The deepness of it? I get really deep here. Mm-hmm. I get really deep here. I'm getting really deep. Because... Because now for themselves, they'll be able to see 
God's power yeah. in our family. Yeah. So now they know our mum and daddy just, you know, they made us stand in a circle and hold hands and they just said these words to this imaginary thing. And, you know, <laughs> but no, 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 no. Like mummy and dad were praying for a house. Yeah. And then next week I came home from school and I was in a new house. I was thinking, <laughs> what the fuck happened? Where's my vacuum cleaner? Where's my kitchen? Where's my cars? Yeah. You know what I mean? Now which, I've got which, a new which playroom. Which, which, which and Ivan, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, but th- this is it. And he's small. He doesn't recognize now. But like, yeah. as he's getting older, more and more things will happen. And, and he, he always says, it. he always says, new house is bigger. He yeah. says that. He says, new house is bigger. I like the new the house. My new, yeah. Ferrari bed. My Ferrari bed because he's got a new Ferrari bed. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is like, living that open life. Yeah. But that open life has to start with the decision you make in the very, very beginning yeah. of, no, this is who I'm going to be with. <laughs> this is a decision I'm going to make. Yeah. Even if it's a bad shit decision you've yeah, made, you... own it and man up, yeah. woman up and yeah. make, and own it. Yeah. Even if you married the wrong person, you made a decision, not yeah. your parents made a decision. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. That's as real as it is as real as it is (laughs) (laughs) jeez but yeah I feel like that's I feel like if we were to talk if we were to give like advice or anything like that I don't mind us talking maybe every other month about um, some topics because but I wouldn't call it I wouldn't be like here's like marriage advice I think these are deep issues deep issues that I think let's talk about it yeah that I think um, because not every day laugh, not every day, you know, kicking, you know, yeah. I mean, it's good to laugh every single day. But what I'm saying is, not every day. Do you know why? It's because we're not drinking alcohol right now. But it's because we got, because we're, we're sober. We're serious. Yeah, when we're sober, we're very serious, guys. <laughs> it's just how we are. <laughs> and by the way, guys, um, it, it, and when we first started the podcast, we used to record sober. And they were always hella serious so every deep. single day so we just deleted all those podcasts like literally all those recordings but this one had to yeah. be deep i'm yeah. sorry yeah it i just had to. had to because i just i really hope he's listening and he yeah. hears it because he does listen to the podcast yeah and you know i told him this in person but now i'm really telling him yeah again yeah like it's about you yeah nobody else not yeah. me not mommy not daddy not brother nor sister not uncle or auntie it's you and god when it gets to that point bro it's you and god standing you're gonna be standing in front of god not with your parents not with not even not with anybody else it's just you so make your decision look after you boo um quick um divert and like i'm just gonna divert it just a little bit quickly yeah Mm. um guys here's a little plant update i've got oh for um, fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) i now i'm now the owner of five plants i've got a pothos I've got English ivy and I've got three snake plants which are called Sansevierias. And which Sans- blessed made me get if the, you were on Instagram this week. Yes, yeah, so the Sansevierias mm. are living in each of the rooms to add um, for, for um, um, air purifying. And I've got my puffers, which is actually doing really well, babe. You have to co sign this. It's grown a leaf. Thank you. It's grown a leaf, guys. I've owned this. I've owned this um, plant for two weeks and it's grown a leaf. Do you know what? That's a freaking achievement, okay? Babe, you can't ever say anything. You c- I'm not saying anything. Actually, I say I've got five. No, I've actually got... Blessing, blessing breached the contract. I've actually got six plants because I've got... Who remembers I've me got saying... Aloe vera. Who remembers me saying after the decision I've got aloe vera as well, so I've got six Said plants. that she can have four plants. She's got... Let me count. One, two... And aloe. Three, four, five, six. I've got six. Seven plus the fake one. No, the seven. The six, and then the there's the... there are three on the on the window ledge that you're propagating. Ooh, you learned the shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, 
You've 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 breached your contract. No, I haven't. You know why? You said why? I can't buy. You said I. You said you are only allowed to buy four plants. Yes or no? Where are you, you going with that? this? No. Yes or no? Did you say you are only allowed to buy four plants? Mm-hmm. Say yes. You did say that. I did say that. Okay. How many plants have I actually Fuck bought? off. Fuck off, mate. What are you talking <laughs> How about? How many plants have I, have, me, 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 have I actually bought? Nah, it doesn't count. No, 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 It's the same no, money. Nope. It's the same account. Nope. I used to, listen, I used to join an account to so purchase the to leave. So therefore we both bought it. bought it. I didn't buy it with my own hands. I bought the pop-off nah, and bought, I bought nah, the aloe vera. Nah, nah, I've nah, only technically nah, bought two plants. nah. nah. Nah I've only technically bought this two plants This is bullshit your honour <laughs> This is bullshit I've only technically bought two plants This is Babe, bullshit This is why you should honor. always have contracts nah. Because then you can specify It's already on the internet It's already on the internet so You said you four No 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 The deal you, was four You said you are only allowed to buy four Now nah, well there's another technicality If you want to be technical then I used the joint account That's both of our That's both our names on that account So then technically you bought six plants Anyways babes You did nah, it nah, willingly Own it, own it. What do you mean? Own it. You bought six plants. Um, okay. We used the joint account. Okay, you but you know what, plants. babes? You know you what, babes? Contract. I actually didn't. You know why? Because you was being so loving and you was messaging me, sending me these pictures and you was like, oh, this is overwhelming. Oh, which plant, which San Severian nah, do you want me to nah, get? Listen, do you want me to bless, get the fernwood? Or do you blessing. want me to get the... No, nah, no, nah, you made me sound really wet. And it wasn't like that That's at all. literally how you no, are. No, no, you're no, wet no, for no, me no. and you're weak for me. No, and that's what no. happened. I love you, yes. I'll wait for you, yes. But when it came to that plant, this is the context because these people need to hear context before you paint me out of some like water bottle. Listen, yeah. I went to IKEA to buy Ivan a toilet seat because he's got one toilet seat and he's got another one upstairs, but that one's terrible. It was from Tesco's, it was pants. But the IKEA one is beautiful. It just sits there and it just does the job, right? So I was going to get another one. Plus, blessing, it got for her birthday. She got IKEA, gave her um, five pounds to spend. And the toilet seat cost five pounds. So I really, I was just going to pick up a toilet seat. Within that time, Bless was like, oh yeah, can you pick up some plants? Because in one of the conversations, we agreed that we're going to get plants for the room to purify the toxins, the toxins in the air, which I thought, fair enough, we get these plants. So I got plants for the bedrooms. But still, at Eastern your quota. He got plants for the bedrooms, but he also picked up the English ivy. Which is a purifier as well, is an air purifier. The Pophos is also an air purifier. I, and aloe is also an all air I'm saying purifier. Is, all all I'm of saying them is, are air purifiers. I only buy air purifier all plants. All I'm saying, fam, is you have taken the royal piss. In this <laughs> head, you've got more than enough. We're in the jungle now. We're this not is in the jungle. We're not in the jungle. You'll be ridiculous. And the other day, her aloe vera plant fell off. No, babe. And then she went, she went, and she went, hey, I've got pest. I'm like, eh? Pest care. Foam care. Take it out. Take the thing out now. Like, are you trying to say there's a bug that's eating your plant? Is that what you're saying? There's bugs. Remember, there was. I don't want bugs coming to have sex with the plants, babes. Let them go. <laughs> Let them go. Anyways, the aloe, um, I'm still trying to do some research about what happened with my aloe, which is really upsetting and unfortunate. But one of the, one of the things, leaves or whatever you want to call an aloe, um, let, and fell off, which is really upsetting. But... It is what it is. My pothos is flourishing, which matters, which is what matters. Um, and funny enough, even though that one leaf fell, my aloe has grown substantially since I bought it. It's doing really, really well. Where is it, Self? I've, I've hidden it behind the TV because it's not for decorative reasons. It's there for 
you know, I, and I need it to have the direct sunlight because obviously it comes in, you know, just the, the, the sunlight. Are you well, sure indirect sun. Not fall off? I don't know, have babe. Have you checked? You I'm said still, there's still, got more bugs in the plants. Babe, I'm still new to this plant life, okay? And everybody's been on the journey with me. But yeah, like, it is what it is. Thank you guys for listening. I know that you, I know a lot of you guys are sick of hearing about my plants, but I don't care. This is my podcast. <laughs> And on that bombshell. So thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my name is well, my name on Instagram is Blessing Platinum. So that's blessing as in B-L-E-S-S-I-N-G and platinum as in the metal. So that's P-L-A-T-I-N-U-M. And please follow my two beautiful, cute, adorable babies. We are still slacking on the Instagrams. You know? I know, I know. But actually, that being said, I've been posting at least weekly now of pictures of Ivan in costumes. Oh, really? I so one um to, yeah, um the other week I posted a picture of him in his in a doctor suit, and this week I posted a picture um this week I posted a picture of him in a um engineer suit. This week um this coming week I'm gonna post a picture of him in a chef outfit. Ah. Yeah. yeah but yeah but anyways so his name on instagram is master m-a-s-t-e-r-m-a-s-t-e-r i-v-w-i-v-y-w and then you got my beautiful cute little baby Mateus. so that's master t-i-n-i so master tinny w that's it yeah cool <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had a slim him <laughs> And um, yes, you also you can find me on uh, Instagram at Michael Williams London, all one word, obviously. And um, <clears throat> if you want to find me on Twitter as well, excuse me. <clears throat> if you want to find me on Twitter as well, I am um, at MWLDN. Also, people, um, if you'd like to get in touch with us and uh, you know let us know any topics you'd like us to discuss, anything questions you want to ask about us or whatever, or you just like to hear us talk about something sober or on sober, um, do follow the Parent Cocktail Hour um, Instagram as well. Um, it's all word word at the Parent Cocktail Hour. You can find our Instagram. Um, and if you want to send us an email, you can. If you you know send us a DM on Instagram, or if you want to send us an email because you know you're you're modern like that um yep yeah, the the email address is the pch at protonmail.com and that that's the pch at protonmail.com okay guys thank you all right guys bye ciao